I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. We'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the COVID-19 lockdown account. Now, today I've got Dan with me. Dan is an independent landlord. He's an industry mentor and he's currently in lockdown with his girlfriend in London. Dan, how are we doing today? Yeah, really well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, hello, everybody. How are you all doing? Thanks for tuning in. And so, where are we now? Are we at week 10 now, Dan? Oh, it seems like forever, but yeah, I think we're on yeah 10 or 11, aren't we now? Yeah. Yeah, and you were telling me just in the brief um, earlier on that, you know, lockdown hasn't actually been a bad thing for you, has it? No, it, it really hasn't, actually. It's almost been a bit of a blessing in disguise, obviously taking away the, you know, the issues out there um, and everything that's actually going on. But being, being confined um, and not having the world moving um, at a fast pace around you um, and, you know, almost coming into the pit stop um, for a while and actually working on the engine of the car rather than, you know, continuously racing around the track has been, has been fantastic for me. It's, uh, it's allowed me to, uh, to get the big jobs list out um, and have a look at those jobs that have been uh, put off for, for so long just simply because I, I didn't have the time to be able to do them or look at them or work on them. So, yeah, it's certainly had its positives, definitely. I think it's, it's a story I'm hearing more and more of at the moment that people are, people are adapting and finding their feet a lot quicker and a lot easier than, than we all thought. Like humans, we adapt so quickly and it's mind-blowing to see what people have achieved. And you've actually, you've actually achieved something that they said couldn't be done as well, which I thought was amazing. Which is... Yeah, uh, so I was... Um quite impressed with myself to be honest um, I, I didn't think it could be done and I wanted to sort of uh, tread the path to see if it was actually possible um, I, I managed to view a property um, just a day before we actually went into the, the strict lockdown yeah. um, I, I viewed it and it actually already had um, an offer accepted on it um, and you know the, the property was gone it was off the market but the agent said I could go and have a look around just you know in case if anything in the future does, does happen um, I got very lucky. They gave me a call back and said, oh, actually, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're now putting this property back on the market. The, the um, purchaser that wanted to, wanted to buy it has now pulled out. And so I did some negotiating and actually got an offer accepted on, the, on my property number 15, which I was really excited about, but didn't really know what to kind of expect. Was I going to be stuck with a property that I couldn't go and see? Would I get tenants in it? How long, you know, are we going to be in lockdown? Are people able to move around? Can they move around? Um, but I got really lucky. I mean, every, all the pieces sort of fell into place. I, uh, it took me about a month or so to, to get the keys. Um, I was able, well, the agent actually left the keys at their end of their drive because they were working from home for me. So I managed to get the keys with no contact whatsoever. Went into the property. Um, B&Q, being open, being a homeware store was, was brilliant for me. Um, going through the trade entrance, not being able, well, not really seeing anybody at all. So I actually took myself to the property and locked myself in for five days, um, fully renovated it. Um, on the last day um, of renovation, actually, my agent said, we've got somebody that's interested in it. Would they be able to come around? So I stood out in the garden. They had a look around the property, said, yes, we'll take it. 
Um, I finished off the renovation, came away from the property and they actually move in today. So I've managed to buy, renovate and let a property whilst being in lockdown and having no contact with anybody else really. I mean, don't get me wrong, sleeping on an airbed uh, in a room while renovating everything around me was pretty challenging, but uh, it, it was done and uh, it's behind me now. That's amazing. I think it goes to show that, it, you know, if there is a will, there's a way. And because so much was shared out there that it can't be done, no one cared to check, right? No one even just thought, well, I'm just going to go through the processes and see if I can do it. Yeah, that's it. And, and at every stage, you know, I could have come at Cropper. B&Q might not have been open. It wasn't open when we first went into lockdown, so I might not have been able to get the material. Um, you know, I might have not been able to show people around. And, you know, luckily the government had, had sort of put out how people can um, go about their day, you know, as long as you're masked up and gloved up and there's nobody else there, as long as all the doors are open, the windows are open, etc. So it just, it, everything just fell into place. But yeah, if I would have sat there and thought, actually, you know what, people are saying it can't be done, it shouldn't be done, and I'm going to get myself into a bit of trouble here, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to do it. So it was the case of just, yeah, going through blind and hoping for the best, really. Hope for the best, yeah. Nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that. Now tell me a little bit about the... Um... The, as I said in the beginning, you're an industry mentor and you, um, you kind of help people in that respect. How has that been effective throughout this time? So it hasn't been directly or, um, let's say, um, hurtfully effective to the business, um, other than the fact that obviously the people that I'm speaking to, the clients that I'm working with, we're not able to purchase properties at the moment. You know, some of them are, are long distances away. Um, the agents aren't able to view the properties, you know, and, and, and show the clients around them. So it has kind of stalled us um, and slowed me down with being able. I, I, so I work with, with clients um, on a one-to-one -one, face-to-face basis, um, well, over the internet and over the phone. Um, but we do everything sort of one-to-one -one and work through every step um, of, of purchasing a buy-to-let property. So the end goal is for them to actually physically have a house, have a property. Um, and it usually takes us approximately six months. So it's just slowed down the process and, and drawn it out slightly. Um, so yeah, a slight spanner in the works again, but it's not, a, it's not a showstopper, you know, it's, it's given us a really good chance to go into the intricate detail, make sure all the, all the T's are crossed, you know, and the, and the I's are, are, are dotted as such really. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a great, it's a great time for people to prepare, right? To, to prepare sure. for the life that you want to have. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's, you know, even that reflection time when you've got so much time and you're so restricted in having, you know, the, the, the speed of, of daily normal life distracting you, um, being able to just sit with literally nothing to do really gets those, those cogs ticking, you know, it, it gets that mind racing. And then you actually start to think, you know, am, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Do I want to achieve more? Um, I certainly sat down when we went into lockdown um, and had a bit of an idea that it was going to last quite a while. I certainly sat down and I said to myself, right, you know, you've kind of got two choices here. You can, you know, what are you going to tell the grandkids in the future when they're talking about the lockdown? You know, what, what did you do, granddad? Are you going to tell them, oh, I sat and watched Netflix, you know, for, for six weeks <laughs> or so? Or are you going to tell them what you've actually achieved? So I wrote myself a list um, of, you know, attempt to and buy a property, number 15, get that one ticked off. Um, create an online course for the mentorship. So whereas I normally do the one-on-one -on -one mentorship, let's put it online mm -hmm. um, and also write a book. 
Um, so I'm, I'm getting through the list and hopefully lockdown will just last a little bit longer for me so I can actually achieve what I set out to achieve. Else I'll be very disappointed. I'm definitely in the same boat there. Uh, when I took on this gargantuan task that I set myself <laughs> to interview 100 people, um, I didn't realise that A, time would fly so quickly, but B, my other business, you know, my, my actual business, um, there would be so much opportunity with. Um, and you know where we're trying to motor so much with that I kind of have to make sure I, I designate time slots because I've got family as well to deal with um, and I want to be with my kids it's you know it's very easy to get caught up um, with the fun stuff right that's it no for sure and I, I mean I often think how I don't know how I got everything done when the world was moving so fast. I mean, the time that I've got now, and still there's not enough time in the day. I'm looking, you know, I'm looking for extra time in the day. Yet I'm I'm confined to to a house. You know, only going out once, going out for a 45 minute walk. You know, doing a bit of yoga and a few press ups and sit ups and stuff. But other than that, everything is fully focused on on growing the business and and what I've got going on. And I I question how the hell did I do it? How did I do it before when you know there was everything else involved as well. Mm. And it's, it's trying to find that time and it makes you realize how, how deeply exhausted people are when they're trying to get something up and running alongside a day job, alongside um, what I would class as like a side, kind of a sideline or a side hustle as people now say. Um, and then you're trying to bet yourself and, and still hit your own projects. It's, it's very difficult. And, uh, it's something I'm very mindful of now. You said something about having time to, for reflection. Do you, do, and you mentioned yoga as well. Do you meditate? Do you practice mindfulness? Is there any techniques that you use? Yeah, so um, it's actually been a bit of a, a bit of a shift for me. I used to um, swim a mile every morning before wow. lockdown. Um, now I do have a uh, my personality type. Basically, I, I I'm on the go all the time. I, I struggle to relax. Um, so, you know, kind of sitting in front of a, a TV, putting your feet up and, and you know, do, doing nothing just doesn't go, doesn't really sit with me at all. And I, I struggle to do it. So I used to use, um, I used to go to yoga uh, for an hour uh, a week and also go and swim a mile um, every morning in the local pool. And I just found that that allowed me the time to be able to switch off from actually physically doing something. And it would allow my mind just to, just to wander um, and take a look at that that bigger picture because it's so easy to almost start down one path and then with the blinkers on and just keep going and then you suddenly realize hang on a second I might have taken a bit of a, a misturn there or I'm not actually going in the direction I should be going in so yeah I used to use that it used to take me about 45 minutes or so um, in the pool and you know often I would not even notice I was in the pool forget you know I, I'd never noticed the strokes I was swimming it was just the mind kind of wandering of What's going to, you know, what's today going to bring? What's on my list? What do I need to get achieved today? Um, and then going into lockdown, that's where the struggle came. Um, so I've changed. Obviously, I can't go into the pool and I can't go off and do my class of yoga um, during the week. So I've been doing a 10-minute hit of yoga every morning, um, 100 press-ups, 100 sit-ups every morning, and walking for 45 minutes um, every evening. And I find that that fills the balance of allowing me just to, just to allow the mind to think and allow me to to look at that bigger picture i mean it's quite nice as well about how quiet everything is as well um, yeah. uh, it gives you time to think i mean other than especially around in in my area at the moment now we are in a busy area we are in a village but we're in a village which is surrounded by towns 
big towns and you know we've got the a127 road just right there and um so there's a lot of movement through here but everything is quite and right down so when we go walking especially with the kids and stuff we can hear the birds we can we can hear and if you go by yourself you don't need to plug up or anything because there's quite a lot of stillness around that that helps your mind focus or or wander at the same time which is i'd say definitely helped myself as well um but so what what's um what's kind of plan moving forward is there a um have you discovered anything is there something you're you're really looking to push now yeah so um the plan with um new to property that the business is called um and it's it came about actually a year um last week um for the fact that uh, my portfolio generates um, a decent income um, that could support my lifestyle so basically you know a, a passive income uh, my properties generate enough money for me to be able to come out of a day job and still be able to to have the life that I'm currently living um, however it was actually my mum that um, said to me when I, I told her the plan that I was going to give up the day job I was going to retire at 40 years of age and I was going to you know live off a property portfolio and she said to me well for the last you know 30 odd years or so you've you've never been able to sit down and do nothing so what do you think you're going to do when you retire um so i had a bit of a think about it um and i thought well you know what could i do that would be enjoyable something that i'm passionate about and i, I like doing um and that then then sort of came to helping others um who are in their journey i i see a lot i'm a member of a lot of facebook groups and there's you know newbies out there um, that they're either getting misinformed or not getting the information that they need or struggling in the path that they're trying to take. So I thought, well, I'll specialise in what it is that I do, which is buy to let, um, and I'll just put a, a company together to help those guys. Um, and it also helps me get uh, mortgages as well if I've got a minimal income uh, rather than being retired. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, there is that, there is that element as well. And um, I suppose there's a short, there's only a, an early window of opportunity with with long-term mortgages anyway isn't there for like um interest only stuff um you've only got up until a, a certain age to be able to get a hold of those or you'd have to be a limited company otherwise right well yeah i mean there's there's a few elements in there so limited company wise is slightly different obviously to buying within your own name and that will just deter on personal circumstance and what what it is that your goal ultimate goal is really yeah. um but yeah there's a lot of factors between those two with regards to the buy to let mortgage you can actually get buy to let mortgages up until what 80s 90s or so oh, really um yeah um it, but there's a few criteria of um what it would tick the box. So now as an example, um, I get charged slightly more because I'm classed as a portfolio landlord. So I've got more than four properties. Um, so my, my percentage goes, goes up because of that. Um, it then goes up slightly because I'm in a limited company. So there are boxes and hurdles to kind of get through to make sure you're ticking the boxes. But yeah, you're, you're kind of average Joe who would be buying a buy-to-let property. Um, if it was you know, an interest-only buy-to-let mortgage, you can get them well up into your 80s, 90s. I did not know that. Oh, that's, yeah. that's definitely uh, food for thought and definitely helpful because uh, I'm not. No, for sure. I'm not going to stop my and that, I mean, that, that sort of criteria in the box that I was just looking to tick with, with the mentoring is, is for two reasons. One, because I'm absolutely, you know, I'm passionate about the property and I love talking about it. My girlfriend's kind of response is, Are you banging on about houses again? So um, <laughs> I need to find some other people to talk to about houses, which is ideal where the mentorship comes in. But then also that box where we discussed and talked about the mortgages is, you know, a minimal income of £25,000 on, on an annual basis. 
will tick a box that would help with the mortgage rates um, and you know a, a vast amount of products to be able to choose from yeah no oh, brilliant well you know it, it seems that lockdown so far has really proved extremely helpful is there anything that you've is there anything like especially in the beginning was there anything that you really did struggle with or stuff that that i don't know like you felt something with within your mindset needed to to kind of click for you to be able to deal with um i think um it it would be almost the the, the contact and and just taking for granted and i think i you know potentially have taken for granted um seeing the family and friends that i would be used to just sort of popping in to see and working with and and hanging out with sort of thing and that was that was the difficulty is knowing that you're almost i mean it's kind of like a um a prison sentence in such isn't it we we were aware we were going to be going into you know one property with whoever it was that we were kind of living with um and we were going to be there for the foreseeable future so it's almost getting your head around and understanding that actually you know what I, I can make this work I just need to adapt slightly going out for 45 minutes and you know facetiming parents and family and you know brothers uh, and niece etc um, you know it, it can work you've just got to change it you've just got to make it make it work rather than sort of sitting and dwelling and you know getting, getting upset about things that you know you, you're now missing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and are you using anything that's that's helping with that communication is it is are you like zoom meetings or anything like that or? yeah so i've got parents on a um on a call every evening just to sort of check in and make sure they're doing okay and organizing their weekly shopping for them um but you know with my business anyway i'm very used to um <clears throat> being online or on the phone talking to clients working with people that you know are at a distance away actually one of my clients is over in dubai um so being on being on skype and facetime and chatting on whatsapp and, and phone calls is, is quite normal for me the difference really kind of would be on the uh, sort of the personal side of it away from the business side of it because that then is usually face to face so just not being able to see friends and family etc that kind of stuff so that's where i've just sort of incorporated incorporated the transferable skills from what i do in my business just to put on the family side of it and yeah. um, just to you know get involved do those quizzes those birthday parties online now rather than yeah. going to them <laughs> we, had a, uh, we had a disney princess singing to my daughter for her birthday which, uh, that went down very well that went down very well oh, brilliant <laughs> so a little visit from uh, from bell from beauty and the beast and <laughs> moving um so i mean is there anything that you kind of a real take home from um from lockdown that you're you're thinking you know what i'm going to i'm going to keep that going i want to build momentum with that and and that is a new norm for me. Yeah, I always um, relied on a gym and a, a yoga class and a, a swimming pool and felt because that, you know, at the local gym that I went to, there was only yoga once a week on a Tuesday for an hour sort of thing. But now actually anything that you, what, what I've really realized is that nothing outside of, of your house or, or outside of your normal um, routine, you have to rely on something else. You can always create it or make it happen wherever you are. So I would often, if I was away on business, if I was, you know, down in London, if I was based up in Manchester, that week I wouldn't be able to do my yoga because I was away from my gym. Whereas actually now my my yoga studio is on, on my phone. I, I turn her on, you know, in the morning, just, just get cracking. All you need is a, a rug or a mat or whatever, and you can do it anywhere. So I think it's almost... I'd realised potentially I'd maybe put blockers or excuses in my life that 
And don't get me wrong, you know, they're, they're not huge, but they're just small. Oh, I can't do that this week because of this. Whereas actually, let's let's remove the can't and think, how can I do it this week? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're, they're always making the time and as opposed to thinking, yeah, I can't do it. Reposition your thinking and, and focus on what can you do and how can you achieve it? Um, yeah, which is a, a fantastic way to think. And I'm, I'm glad that there's a big take home there. The other thing as well, um, kind of on that, that communication element that we spoke about earlier, especially with business, do you think that we could be looking at a, a shift in the way things are done moving forward, especially with communication in business? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, my, my uh, mentorship is all sort of online, digital anyway. So um, I don't necessarily um, see the clients. We don't meet. Um, there's no... Um, sort of face-to-face contact everything's done by a weekly call um, on the phones that can be video call or phone call um, whatsapp messages in in almost you know the same way um, that you would kind of communicate with your friends now what i think i sort of have noticed from this time is i was always in the mindset of for business um, it's very very achievable and for me it's it's quite normal um, i'm very much used to sort of managing teams from my corporate days um, at a distance Whereas what I've really found now is you can actually really form and build those relationships on the family and the personal side of it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, being able to keep in contact more um, and enhancing that side of it um, to to keep those relationships or to to build those relationships potentially further or or more than, than you would do before. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely something that we should be exploring anyway. And it's not going to have a negative effect, is it? It's, it's going no. to give people more freedom, more time. And I think from a corporate standpoint as well, there's, people are kind of working out. They, they don't need to all be in the same room and under the same roof in, in you know, central London and stuff like that for them to be pro- productive. No, that's right. Definitely not. And I mean, even with us sort of sat here now, I still, there's no reason why there's no difference to us being sat in the same room, I guess. I can still see the same setting and I can still see your reactions and your emotions and it's all still there. So, you know, to be driving for what, three, four hours, you know, between the North and the South to meet in a meeting room, mm-hmm. there's so much time that can be spent there and, and used, you know, for other things. Um, and, you know, money, money saved, time saved, um so yeah i think and i think the beauty maybe is that maybe <clears throat> maybe 50 percent or, or whatever of the population were quite used to it in the digital age of communicating in this way whether for business or, or personal but what this time has actually done is driven those that maybe were scared of it or, or didn't know about it certainly with my parents you know getting them on facetime now they're a dab hand you know it's as if it's been there for years yeah. you would have asked them three months ago oh my god it would have been the end of the world trying to turn on a digital device and looking into a camera and so i think it's maybe pushed those that were a little bit behind to be able to keep up with the modern times and opened us up now a, a yeah. lot further for communication and, and business yeah they, they, they almost think that the online the, the way that we communicate now has, has, has almost been fast forwarded like 10 years with older generations, yeah. especially. You know, I think for, for the likes of people that have, have used this kind of software in the past, I have, and I know you have and what you do, it's, you know, it was, it was no big deal. But then seeing my parents use this, seeing my friends that are, again, as you said, scared of, scared of 
calculators, let alone a Facebook account. It's yeah, uh, of course. It's incredible to see how people are are actually adapting in these times. And I'd say one of the biggest take homes I've had lately is being blown away at how quickly the human race can adapt when it's forced to. Um, and let's hope that it spells something for the future. Um, Dan, just a quick one then. So we are going to come slowly towards a bit of a bit of a close. Um, well, we're going to head towards the later part of the of the interview. Is there anything that you've kind of been doing because you're at home with with, with the uh, with the girlfriend? And uh, is there anything you're doing with friends or anything that's a little bit out of the, out of the blue? Any any kind of like quizzes, games, or or fun stuff that you've you've found have helped during this time? Um, so actually, we had a, it was a birthday party um, we had online that's kind of dialed in friends and family, um, we, and we had a quiz on there as well. Um, and then what I've sort of been doing with friends is um, there's online or, or giving it what we've done is sort of giving it to um, a specific member of the group to be able to organise that meeting. So on a two weekly basis, it goes over to somebody else to do something and come on, you know, found all these different apps. There was house party came up once and then psych, I think it was came up a, another time and uh, just random quizzes coming up here and there. So I think it really gets you thinking out of the box and potentially talking about and looking into and, and thinking about things that you, you wouldn't have done before. It, it makes you push a little bit further it makes you look a little bit further out of the box to actually do something that is of value um rather than just being in somebody's presence maybe you can kind of sit there you know quietly but on a screen it's very difficult to sit there quietly or not to have something to do um so that's certainly where i've been looking with the friends is you know because we can't go out on our bikes or or go you know snowboarding or skiing or doing whatever we might might do together um, the communication piece um, and you know that 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 sort of interaction in other ways has come up which has surfaced you know great other things that may not have been surfaced if we just carried on as we were mm. Mm. Oh, that's, yeah I think one thing that we do as well as uh, as, as the nature of human uh, the way that human behavior is we find ways to entertain ourselves and we come up with the most insane crazy ideas and you know some of the things that I've, I've i've heard like especially the the um the quiz ideas we're getting some per giving one person the uh, responsibility to entertain everyone else i love that i think it's brilliant um and you know deep down that one person enjoys that pressure as well because people try and outdo each other right they, they try That's it for sure each time okay so then now there were a couple of questions i did say that i would uh, ask you and I will ask you and I like to warn everyone because they are um, they are quite big ones but first things first is has there anyone given you any advice or any tips that have really helped you through this time um I think I, I take a lot of my inspiration from my from my mother to be honest um and I don't know whether that would class her in her giving me tips or advice but what I always see is there's and maybe this is where where I sort of get um, my nature from almost is that there's never a dull day. So I think with human nature, often we will we will go down into almost a downward spiral of you know it being negative that we're in lockdown and oh it's so boring and it's so dull. Whereas what I get from my from my mum and and the people I'm sort of surrounded by is that actually you know let's look at the positives. Like what are we going to do with this? And there's there's that there's never that downtime to have to actually think of what to do. It's like oh well this is great because of. So I've been getting the daily updates of 
how it's amazing because they've been out in the garden and um, you know they're rubbing down the garden furniture and sorting out the the hedgerow that they haven't been able to sort out for the last ten years and the, the uh, shed is getting painted and stained and she's cleaned out the back room and this and I'm just thinking like and I just kind of follow in suit of you know there's no time to dwell like this time is absolutely precious we'll never get this time again where we can actually you know focus on those big jobs that have been on the list for so long um and i would say maybe indirectly there's she doesn't tell me or advise me but i just i i watch it and i see it and, and i think you know that that's that's the way to be that's the mentality for sure yeah yeah i massively agree with that as well um and just chipping away every day chip away chip away chip away that's it always working towards progression and it, that keeps the mind healthy i think that's it. Well, it's the compound effect, isn't it? Small, yeah. significant things on a daily basis create big results over time, I believe. Yeah. I love that. There you go. I'm, I'm probably going to steal that, actually, the compound effect. <laughs> Maybe do a little yeah. chat on that later. And Darren Hardy, I think it is the book. What's that? I think that's the author. Darren Hardy, I think it is the book. Compound effect. Yeah, good one. Yeah, yep, go in the show notes, guys. <laughs> have a little look at that. Um, and com yeah, any form of compounding is always... Um, always fascinated me to be honest but it's probably a conversation for a whole different podcast i would have thought dan we've got one final question and it's the big one it's the one i end with every single time i do one of these podcasts and that question to you is if you could send a note back or travel back in time or even send a little text message back to yourself at the beginning of lockdown what would you say to yourself what advice would you give yourself and how could you help yourself if if you could um i remember for the first three weeks actually i um i was thinking what am i what am i going to use this time for um what am i actually going to achieve and what can i achieve what do i actually want to do um and i remember having a bit of a wander around and doing the the smaller sort of insignificant jobs um or the jobs uh, it's I always like to now look at a job or, or a task that needs doing and think, is it, is it going to get me closer to my goal? Um, and if the answer is no, I need to somehow get rid of it or get somebody else to do it. Um, and I did a lot of those jobs at the start because I think I was finding my feet um, through this. And I remember walking around um, and uh, around our sort of walking loop. And I said to my girlfriend, like, I, I, I need to put my mentorship on, on um, online to be able to fish in a different pond for those clients out there that like to learn or prefer to learn themselves. Um, but I'm just wondering, you know, how to do it. I don't know anything about which portals to use, et cetera. How do you start it? Um, and it took me about two or three weeks or so just, just to kind of think about where I was going to start and what I was going to do. So I think my message back would be stop thinking and get it done. Like get cracking straight away. Um, this isn't going to last forever the world is going to start moving very fast again and you're going to miss this time when you can actually really really get stuff done and really move a distance like you, you can accomplish so much while there's no other distractions around you so take full advantage of it while you possibly while you possibly possibly can and i'm in that flow now but i think i missed about maybe three or four weeks mm -hmm. with maybe the procrastination of uh, of that blocker of not knowing where to look what to do what to research how to start where to go um, so it would have been, you know, jumping at the deep end and let's go, let's get, let's get cracking early on. Love that. Taking perfect action. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Um, in fact, if you were to go back to episode one, 
you'll see exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to taking uh, <laughs> imperfect action because that um, that interview was terrible. Um, but <laughs> with um, with not the interviewee, by the way, uh, interviewer, interviewee, interviewee. I was the interviewer. Uh, she was brilliant, Charlotte. You were fantastic. But if episode number one, um, I was just a bit of a bumbling fool. But now I'm kind of finding my feet and I'm getting better. Um, so Dan, quickly, where can we find you? So I believe you know you've got um, you've got your mentorship program. You've got your um, You've got your book that you're um, that you're working on. Um, so, where can people find your stuff? Yeah, so it's under New to Property. So N E W, the number two, and then property. So you'd be best place to find would be www.new the number two property.co.uk, and everything then can feed out of that. Well, we'll put all of that in the show notes anyway, Dan. I'm going to do a bit of a close for these guys, but thank you so much for coming on board. And don't go anywhere because we'll chat afterwards. Um, but I really do appreciate everything. And thank you very much, mate. No, you're more than welcome. So, guys, we are coming to a close. Thank you so much for watching today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you found this has been helpful and you want to share this amongst your social circle, please use Facebook, Instagram, or whatever social platform you do use for the reason that it is there, and that's by sharing stuff. Just press that share button and get it out there. Alternatively, if you have really enjoyed this and you'd like to speak to us, please just put a comment in the comments bar below, and we'll get back in touch with you within the next about 24 hours to 48 hours, depending on our time. So also, guys, please do keep it kind, keep it clean, and if you feel that you do have a voice, I've still got 30 spaces that I need to fill and I want to listen to how you've decided to work throughout the COVID-19 lockdown of 2020. Guys, thank you so much for watching or listening. And Dan, thank you again. Don't go anywhere and I'll see you soon.